Hi, I'm Ollie. Hi, I'm Jazz, and welcome back to Mix Talk. So, how has your? Well, it's only been a week. How has your week it's been? A week. What have you been up My to? Week. To be fair, it hasn't been such an active week, just because. I feel like we have a lot of breaks up here in Norway, unlike um, unlike the UK, because we are now in autumn vacation time. So, like, you know, when you go to school, you have like autumn break, or I don't even know—is it called autumn break, fall break? No, fall is we American. We call it half term. Really half term, yeah. Okay, half term, but here it's just because it's autumn, so it's like autumn break, and then we have a winter break then we have we have christmas breaks and that yeah it's just a lot of breaks a lot of free time from school um anyways my i don't really work with children obviously but the people who i work with have children so they usually take their or they plan their breaks around their children's school breaks so half of the people i was working with have taken vacation and we were like three people uh in the office and obviously we'd just gone out of a rough rough couple of weeks so it's kind of like a calm down now as well because we've we've had so many like premieres and all that and now it's just kind of setting new projects and finding new funds and all that so it's a very calm down office pace thing in the office so i have just been chilling to be fair i did all my tasks i did very lot i did a lot of office-based work this time i just cleaned the office i went for shopping for the office and just kind of chilled to be to be honest with you and i wow i am i don't know what is going on but i arranged my first meeting like i i no i was not invited to any meeting i was inviting other people to meetings and let me tell you i was not really knowing what i was doing but it went fine Uh, i feel very grown up and at the end of the week i was done i was like oh i might as well take friday off because i do have a lot of days i could take off just because i've been working overtime i think yeah i have a lot of hours uh, that I could just be like, okay, I'm gonna go now. Um, so I really thought I was gonna take Friday off. So I went to the marketing chief or like the marketing boss, whatever, and I said, hi, I have done all my tasks. And there's nothing really, to, there's nothing much to do in the office for me right now. So if you want anything from me, just tell me. And this man looked at me and smiled. And I was like, oh, okay, you have you have a task for me, don't you? And um, he was like, so you are absolutely allowed to say no. Do not feel pressured. And he was telling me this and I was looking at him. I was like, what do you want from me? What is this pressure? The pressure is getting worse. Anyways, uh, he looked at me and I was like, so do you want to take the lead in marketing in your hometown uh, for marketing the the film that we just premiered a couple days ago? I looked at him and me being a theatre kid, I was like, yes, and how do you do this? 
And by the time those words left my mouth, I started panicking because I was like, what do you mean? What do you want me to do? So he's like, yeah, no, you just need to book a cinema. You need to get good discounts. You need to contact your local paper. You need to fill the seats. And I just sat there (laughs) and looked at him. (laughs) And the theater kid in me came out again and I was like yes and when do you want this to do by and he was like as soon as possible so I blacked out did everything I have been making phone calls I've been texting my old primary teachers I have been in contact with like the cinema owner whatever uh, what is it called like theater people yeah I'm pissing myself and I have to do a write a speech there we go sorry my brain um because when like I go into the cinema I'd be like oh so nice to like be back in town so this is a project that I've been working on and so happy that you guys are here so my team and la da 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 so hope you enjoy the film all right okay So, um, saying that I really don't know what happened this week, kind of, that, that, that's what's been happening. I just made the mistake of saying I really don't have anything to do and I got everything to do now. <clears throat> but it's alright, I feel motivated and anxious at the same time. And, sorry, last thing before I give the microphone to Jazz, I forgot to tell you guys about this last week, or like last episode and I, I remember texting Jazz I was like you need to remember you need to remind me to do this oh I forgot to I forgot to sorry <laughs> it's all right it's all right I, I reminded myself so listen I'm a big girl and I really don't mind it like it's fine I'm calm with it I I exercise I eat my greens I drink my water um and doing the exercise part I am not really I'm not really a group session workout gal just because when I go to the gym I kind of want to be alone I want to zone out because I've been with people all day and that is my me time because even like when I come home I have I still have to talk to people when I'm going into work when I'm it's just like my little zoning out time so I'd want to just listen to my podcast lift some weights do the treadmill walk back home but something came inside me and I was like I really don't want to go work out and I'm paying over 50 pounds a month to go to this specific gym because they have group lessons because sometimes if you're just feeling lazy book a group lesson and you have to go you have to show up and you don't really have to think so they'll just do the thinking for you and you just have to do it so I did I did um I did a lesson and it was CrossFit there we go and I really do love, I love CrossFit. I love hard workouts like that. So I was like, this is going to be good. And then this man came to me. I was doing like the I, the advanced, the advanced lessons. Or like, because you know, like when you're going to a group lessons, they'll show you, this is the lighter version. This is the medium version. This is the hard version. So anything that it comes to push-ups, basically push-ups, I will be doing it on my knees. But other things I try to, 
push myself because that's the only way you can grow. You need to push yourself. You need to do at least one rep and then go back to the easy one. And then the next time you'll do two reps and go back to the easy one. Like that's how you build from that. So I was like, okay, I'm just gonna start with a hard one. And I was, I was doing it fine. And then this man came, kid you not, looked me from the top to my bottom, like with this, I don't know, just this look that I was not vibing with. And I stopped for a second and looked at him and he said, you know, you can do it easier. And I was just looking at him and he was kind of showing me how to do it. And he was like, no, you're doing it great like that, but it looks like it's hard. And I was looking at him, I was like, that is the whole point. Like if my position is fine, I don't understand why I should be doing the easier one. And he was just like, just you just should be doing the you should start baby steps oh my god what the hell i looked at him if looks could kill if looks could kill he saw my face because the thing is that i was lost from words listen i looked at him and he just went away he just vanished oh wow the thing just but the thing is that like i really don't care because i know what i can do i know the capacity that i can do it in and i know my body more than anyone else that could know my body so i'm fine but think if he did that to someone who was so scared of going to group classes someone who kind of was very self-conscious and they would never go to the gym again and they would never try to better themselves because that was just absolutely disgusting. I, I, uh, oh, I, lit- I literally looked at him and I was like, what the fuck? But anyways. That's so weird. I always feel like in Some classes, people... you just kind of let people do it at their own pace, like, or do it at their own levels. Like if somebody wants to do it at the hard level or somebody wants to do it at the easy level, you let them do it. I agree if you're say doing the easy level and you think that person's not sweating enough you can go like push a bit harder you know if you're the instructor but telling somebody to go easier is just rude it's and like the insinuation no No, yeah because the thing is okay fair enough if you come to me and be like okay so you're doing it a little bit off this is how you should structure your body if this is hard to get a core maybe start easier feel how it feels and then progress but it was just his tone and how he was looking at me that kind of just did not give me that vibe that I was looking for in a class so just to spite him it was not to be high up on my horse it was an easy lesson as well so just to spite him I was doing all the hard things even though I wanted to die inside by the last rep I was like, you know, push it. I'm going to push it and fuck you. So, yeah. Next time. That is me. Him. Next time. Oh, but, oh, no, it was his last class. Though, so. Oh. <laughs> he was like, oh, this is my last class here. And I was like, as it should. <laughs> as it fucking should. <laughs> but. See ya. Anyways, I'm going to go to the new CrossFit class and see if this new person will give me shit because now I am, I am packed.
because that caught me that that caught me off guard you know you, you know like when it's caught you, you just don't know what you're like lost of words you know yeah but now i'm prepared not that i feel like this new person would do anything um to me but just be careful of what you say and how you say it to people uh just because you don't know how that person would tolerate it because for me really don't care what other people tell me but if it was someone who was self-conscious and like they took all their motivation and all like they took all that they had to be in this class and you broke them and they would just never come back that is on you that is just on you but anyways i have been talking for a whole 10 minutes even though i said i didn't really have that much to say but that is just me Jazzy Jazz, how are you? How was your exciting week? Oh, I'm so excited to oh, hear. Well, I wish it was exciting, but it was really, I mean, it was exciting, but it was so hard. Like, I cannot tell you how tired I am. Um, and I haven't even finished my work. So I bought my new laptop home because I finally get a laptop after eight months of being there. Um, I'm not going to have to do work this weekend. So I'm very excited. But I'll start from the beginning. So if you guys don't know already, I got a marketing job at the company that I'm currently working at. And I was really excited. Well, I am really excited about starting in marketing. It's obviously a lot closer to drama and film than... Um, then reception and it's definitely more creative they really want me to get involved in the event side of things which I love doing because I just I just love the process of events and then you get to go yourself and eat all the food and drink the drinks so why wouldn't you want to do it <laughs> amen anyway so I finally got my contract on Monday and I actually was meant to start or officially I started my job on my new role on Monday but it just never works like that does it it just does not work like that so I'm still I am doing marketing and I moved my little photo on the portal into the marketing section and my role has changed on the directory and all of that your girl is still doing reception work um so this whole week I have basically been doing two jobs at once so I'm absolutely shattered so Monday I got in and we had like we had a temp coming in to cover reception and she was so like I I'm not a horrible person right I don't I don't count myself as a horrible person and I'm i if I don't like somebody, it would take me a lot to, like, tell them. Not like... But anyway. We had this girl, and uh, she was lovely. She was really harmless. But she did not know what she was doing. She was so bad. I've never seen a worse temp in my life. Like, it's reception. It's not that hard. You know, you just take clients into a meeting room ask if they want a tea and coffee make the tea and coffee and give it to them or water I don't think it's that hard and sometimes you gotta pick up the phones but she just couldn't seem to do it and Monday ended up being really busy 
on reception, even though I was meant to be doing, starting my marketing. So I literally could not leave reception. I was running around like a mad woman because we had about four new starters that day and we had loads of meetings and we had like a client lunch and this girl just sat there watching me do it and she was waiting for me to like I already gave her a download of what download of what to do and she was just waiting there for me to tell her what to do and I know some people like that but I was like you can see I'm struggling you can see I'm running back and forth to different things like help me out ask what I need help with and I just didn't get it so I did ask my boss to get rid of her I was like I don't want her to come back I'm really sorry like I can't work with her (laughs) this is the first time I've ever done anything like that um so she lasted a day she left and I said to myself I'd never be that type of person I would always give people chances she picked the wrong day to get a chance. I was not giving her a chance after that day. I was not in the mood. Um, she did not come back. We got a new temp in. He's lovely. <laughs> anyway, um, so then Tuesday, I had to retrain another temp. She's really good and she's really nice. And she's going to be covering for me while I'm off next week. But Again, I had to stay on reception because it was a new person. So I had to teach her all the stuff and I really didn't get time to do that much marketing work, but I still had meetings. And you think it's fine. I thought that's fine. It was just two days. Now I can kind of focus on it. No, I couldn't. The guy who works in the post room was off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, which I already knew about. But it meant that I had to cover him in the post room because only him and me know how to do the post. And it sounds really dumb, like, oh, it's just post. But we get a lot of posts because of checks and stuff. And they all have to be scanned and sorted. You have to, like, fill out a database. People want you to book couriers for deliveries and stuff like that. So you end up doing a lot more than you think. Because in my head, I'm always like, oh, it only takes, like, an hour, two hours max. But it's, like, constant throughout the day. So I ended up doing that and then I had to help reception as well and I had marketing work on top of it throughout the whole of this week. So I've literally um, been doing overtime Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I think Wednesday I stayed an extra hour later. Thursday I had my own like Black History Month event on that I organised myself so I didn't leave the office till eight o'clock bearing in mind I was there at half seven um and then Friday I was like it's a chill day Friday's a chill day and I still left at five and I was still running around like a loom and I still haven't finished my work so I have to do it this weekend and it's just stressful it's very stressful so that's where I'm at I can't wait to go away and leave this mess I'm stressing out for you. Oh my god, that oh. is that is the week from hell. It was so just because it, it it felt like a little snowball effect. One thing happened, then the other, then the other. And it's just getting bigger and bigger. You just see it tumble down a hill. Just never. But my big question is: after you've come home from your little vacay, 
are you going fully on marketing because your temp will be covering you or are you going back to reception i wish but <gasps> the guy who works in the post room is off again when i get back what? for a week so i'm gonna have another manic four days when i get back but after that i'm praying i'm praying that's it because i can't do it i've literally i'm done i'm done you need to wash your hands <laughs> I'm done. and be like thank you next chapter thank you next as ariana grande would have said yeah because i just can't do it anymore it literally mm-hmm this week killed me and people were like yeah we saw you like running around the office and I was like thanks I know I'm doing two jobs right now I literally can't handle it <laughs> but are you getting paid for running around more um so I'm because that usually helps a little bit I'm getting my um marketing pay now so that's a bit more but I don't that know whether to bit. ask for overtime. Technically, you can, but it's on me. Like nobody told me to do overtime. I just did it because I need. I wanted to. Yeah. So I feel like it's weird I mean, to ask for it. You could go. You could either like cash in because, like, what I do for my work is that if I work overtime, I'm so, I'm kind of generous right now just because I'm in learning. So instead of like using one hour to do a task, I'd use two hours. So I just cut it in half and be like just because it is a learning curve but you could just be like hi could I have some time off from the work so instead of like you getting paid you get like just a little bit of you could go a little bit early on a fr- Friday and have a little long weekend from all the time you've been working so it's kind of like because yeah. it's still putting you in a position where you have to work two places even though you do want to work as hard to get into the marketing position and this is just what you have to do um to make everyone happy and to make yourself happy but like just be like hi um i've been working a lot um could i ever get paid a little bit for overtime or i'm happy to take a few hours off from a day or something yeah true i mean the reason why i've got to work this weekend is because our bonuses are coming up and you have to write a fucking essay about why you should get this bonus and i haven't done it yet so i need to do it before i leave <laughs> Okay, guys, so it is October, as everyone knows, hopefully knows, but it's also Cancer Awareness Month. So I would like to take a couple of minutes just to talk a little bit about cancer, tell you a little bit of facts about it, and just just shed a light on it, just because it is such an important thing that has affected so many people i feel like everyone that i know has been affected either if it's a distant person in the family who has gotten it or if it is a friend or if you know just someone very distant everyone that i know kind of has been affected from cancer and it's just such a wide wide topic that i feel has kind of died out from the media scenes i was talking about this specific um topic with my one of my bosses and we kind of discussed how now it's not as talked about as it was about five years ago just because like five years ago it would be like put on your sunscreen cancer um cancer is in everything there was a time where can't like don't eat too many potatoes don't eat carrots don't go this don't do this it was just like the lot list of what not to do was longer than the things that you could do um well now i think it has been kind of an I build up to an overkill where it is 
too talked about where it's just like oh everyone has it everyone knows who someone it's fine cannot really avoid it but we still need to have that fine balance of knowing the severity of it so um let's dive into it just because we do not have that much time um because i people have things to do people have places to be so facts about cancer so cancer is the second leading cause of death worldwide right behind cardiovascular diseases also known as cvds these are the groups of disorders of the heart and blood vessels that include coronary heart diseases rheumatic heart diseases and other conditions about 10 million people die from cancer every year that is a lot of people dying every year and that this is why it's the second leading cause of death more and what kind of i haven't done i haven't done a lot of research within this but 70 percent of cancer deaths occur in low to middle income countries so my question is is it because of the what is it called um the environment so a lot of fabrics a lot of um pollution a lot of or sun maybe is that why it is 70 percent of cancer deaths or is it because of the medical equipment where people who are living in the first world have their equipment have the financial benefits of going to cancer treatment because cancer treatments that is expensive that is expensive i do have a rundown somewhere in my notes i could give you a top up for next week or like next episode because it costs in norway it costs the government so much money for a cancer treatment just because it's not just that that this the the chemo is so much before that it's a lot of research a lot of empty um scans it's a lot of so the money kind of runs up so my question is is it because of the money aspect or is it because more people from second and third world or like low to middle income countries just don't have the income or is it because of how they live because of the pollution that is my question need to do more research about it and i will get back to you guys and more of 40% of cancer-related deaths could be prevented as they are linked to modifiable risk factors as smoking, alcohol use, poor diet and physical inactivity. So everyone knows this, cigarette kills. It's on the packet. I genuinely cannot look at a cigarette packet anymore just because there's this disgusting picture on it either if it's this person with um cut out throat because they've destroyed everything in there if it is your lungs um that has been blackened or charcoaled whatever it's just so many disgusting pictures on it and it does work because i don't want to look at a cigarette packet like working at a grocery shop packaging out hundreds of cigarettes and looking at the pictures this makes me sick to my stomach but also just the smell of it is just not appetizing to me but that is an individual thing but yeah um and it's also easier said than done quit smoking it's not as easy because if you've done it for over 10 years it is such a habit that is drilled into you it is such like also um it's very addictive 
everyone knows this. So yes, it's not easy to say, oh, just quit smoking, but it is something that you could actively try to work towards. And even if you fall down, I feel like this kind of goes through every aspect of your life. Even if you fall down, don't kick yourself lower. Just be like, okay, I slipped, fuck it. Let's try this again. And it can be frustrating. It is very hard. And I've seen so many people just having a fucking mental breakdown, being the worst selves just because they're going through withdrawal as well. Like the body is going through withdrawal and it's just a hard thing to see and a hard thing because you see this person that you love so much and like is a very happy, chippery person. And then they start trying, actively trying to stop smoking and they just become this whole other person. So it is hard and I'm not saying just do it because it's just not just do it. It takes a lot alcohol use wow um maybe you don't drink as much but at the same time uh it's it's as hard but you just need to find the balance of not drowning your livers and doing whatever makes whatever whatever if you feel if you want to go out for a party if you want to go if you have a glass of wine whatever but just find the find the balance poor diet wow I mean, I'm not saying have a hundred percent clean health, just not go to the Mackies, you know. Um, physical in- inactivity is also a very hard thing to break, but there's so many ways to do it because I feel like when people think about physical activities, it's like, oh, I have to go to the gym, oh, I have to do this, I have to go out for a run, but it doesn't have to be as high tamed or high maintenance as it could be. Like, it could be waking up. 15 minutes earlier taking that 15 minute earlier train and what stopping two three stops before your stop and walking to work and then doing the same thing back or maybe walking half an hour to work or just transportation uh what is it called transport exercise i don't know what it's called in english but yeah it's just a lot of like little things that you can modify within your life to not be in that 40 percent of cancer related deaths um so yeah that is just a lot of information crash course but what is cancer so i don't feel like i am qualified to really say what is cancer so i am getting the definition of what cancer is from the worldcanadary.org which i would say is a very reliable source and it explains that cancer is a disease which occurs when changes in a group of normal cells within the body leads to uncontrolled abnormal growth forming a lump called a tumor this is true of all cancers except leukemia cancer of the blood if left untreated tumors can grow and spread into the surrounding normal tissues or to other parts of the body via the bloodstream and lymphic systems and can be affected and can affect the digestive nervous and circulatory systems or release hormones that may affect your body function so as we have read that is a lot of things that you can do to not get a cancer or not not to get cancer but to decrease the chances of you getting cancer but there are just some things that you cannot run away from like age you cannot run away from age everyone gets older every time you breathe you get older um you get genetics if there's cancer in your family 
it's in your genes and you're very high risk. Um, you can, what is it called? The immune system. So people who have a weakened immune system are more at risk of developing some types of cancer. This includes people who have had organ transplants and take drugs to suppress their immune systems and stop organ rejection, plus people who have HIV or AIDS or the medical conditions which reduce their immunity to diseases. So there's just so many things that are unprotectable and you just need to deal with the shitty deck of cards that you've been dealt with life but there is just also a lot of things that you can do as improving your health and just taking care of yourself and just doing a little bit of reading about it so cancer is very very real it's very very here even though we don't really talk about it a lot or not into the circles and community that I live in right now but yeah that is a crush course of a little car cancer awareness wow no i love that it and it is actually cancer month or cancer awareness month nobody actually wants cancer um i did actually have to look up the definition as well because i wasn't actually sure what cancer was i know that a lot of people get it and i know that it's one um one disease that for some reason scientists and doctors just can't get away from we just don't have a cure I wonder if we do have a cure you know superstitions but it seems to just it is that deadly killer and I was just wondering what it was and it is interesting to hear that it's just this like spread of anomaly cells um also 40% I didn't realize it was so big like I knew a lot of people got cancer but I didn't actually realize it was that big of a proportion but I guess it does make sense when there's so many different types of cancer you know obviously the biggest one that we know is breast cancer and um, testicle cancer (laughs) has come out a lot recently sorry I'm not laughing about cancer I'm just thinking no she is not (sighs) um a little bit not to make light of the situation but before we started recording this we were kind of debating of what to shed light on and we decided breasticles um a highlight of breast cancer and testicle cancer just to be inclusive of all so it's breasticles it's breasticles Breasticles. Look out for your breasticles. Check your breasticles. Check your breasticles. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, and this is actually not to make light of anything, but it is a good. It's a great slogan. It is. Check your breasticles. Yeah. It's inclusive. It says what it needs to say, and it is there. But also, like almost at least one third of all death related to cancer can be prevented through routine screening and early detection of treatment. That is one third. So check your breasticles and go to your screenings. The only thing I would say is, and I know we're going way over time, but I've spoken to quite a lot of people who have had checkups and have gone to doctors for screenings. And I'm not saying it's the doctor's fault, because it is hard to tell, but the doctors have said it's nothing and it actually has been 
cancer and if they detected it earlier themselves they could have not been in that situation I just know a few people well not few a couple people that that's happened to and it is really frustrating when that happens because you do think well could have it been prevented at an earlier stage so no hate out there because you know I know it's a really hard job and I think it's really hard to tell but still get checked guys still get checked and if you feel like you're not happy with the answers that you've got just because remember yes doctors have had a lot of training a lot of um i think it's like a seven year eight year Mm. practical place like they've had so much training drilled into them but doctors are overworked some of them and they're human beings they're not robots and whatever so if you do not feel as if you're satisfied with the with the answer or you're not satisfied with the quality of service get a second opinion yeah yes it costs a little bit of money if you live in a place where healthcare is not free but rather spend that money now than spend thousands later because you've grown a tumor that you need to to get a lot of procedures done so definitely i think that is yeah that is where a lot of people um it's easier said than done as well because if you can if you trust your doctor blindly like obviously you should trust your doctor because they know what is happening but always be critical because if you're not happy with it get a second doctor's opinion and if they say exactly the same thing then okay cool come you did a great job if they do something else great you're quite early so trust your body Exactly. <laughs> My chair has been making some So, shall I move on? Yeah. Yeah. So, last time we spoke, we were looking at the Emmys since it is award season. And obviously, like always, because me and Ollie love to speak, we did not get through all the nominations and awards so we managed to get free comedy and now this week you get to hear all about the drama (laughs) I oh I love drama I really do yeah I definitely think drama is something I'm more into than uh comedy although just before we go on to the drama series in the Emmy Awards I do want to say there was this show that has been winning a lot of the Emmy Awards for I think it was like the limited series and it was comedy called The White Lotus and I slated it a little bit last time I have almost finished the series it's actually really really good and really really funny (laughs) so I changed my mind I definitely recommend watching it it's currently on now tv and i think it might be a hbo series i don't quote me on that but it's really really good it's actually um quite a sarcastic humor i really really enjoyed it so i just wanted to start there <laughs> all right so taking back the hate from yellow no what is it the called? white lotus the white lotus i was about to say the yellow lotus but that felt very wrong Okay, so we are going to kick off with Outstanding Drama Series. And the one that won 
the one that won. The outstanding drama series is Succession. And I'm not sure if any of you have watched this before, but it's basically about a family um, who's got a really big, I think it's a news company or like a media company and the dad is ill and so the family are fighting for the top position or like the CEO position within the company but they all hate each other and it's just kind of about that, who's going to be succeeding the uh, company. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it's won a few times, so I don't know why it's won again. Because <laughs> it's a repeat it, it's just that good, I guess. But yeah, like, um, I really haven't watched a lot of, by the way, going back to what I was saying, it was The Yellow Jackets, not The Yellow Bees. Um, it is the drama series that has been nominated to win the drama, um, outstanding drama series. But I haven't watched a lot of series, but I've watched Euphoria, Squid Game and Stranger Things. And I just want to say, Euphoria, I have a love-hate relationship to this just because it's so good, it gives me triggers. I did not know that I had any triggers um, within the drug-related world, but I did uh, just because Zendaya, bless the Quinn, bless the fucking Quinn, um, is such a great actor. And just the way she portrays Rue, that is the is the leading actress within this show, is outstanding. And if Euphoria does not win any awards, this is when I'm gonna say that Emmys are rigged. I will stand by it. So stay tuned. Did Euphoria win? Yeah, I agree. Looking at all the nominations, um, I probably wouldn't have chosen Succession. Uh, I haven't really watched that many episodes of Succession, but. It was a really hard call, to be fair. Euphoria is amazing. Um, I thought Stranger Things 4 was really good. I don't know if it's best drama series worthy, but it was definitely up there. Squid Game was amazing. I actually... I don't know whether I feel like that should have won. It was really different. It was just... It was one of those things that was really, really hyped, but when I watched it, it kind of deserved it and I really really enjoyed it I've also watched Ozarks as well that was amazing it was the final series and I really enjoyed it but I wouldn't have wanted it to win because I'm pretty sure it's already won before and it's Mm. really well-known actors like it's that kind of show that you'd expect to win so even though the acting was amazing in it Um, I don't know whether it should win the best drama series. I feel like with the Emmys, it should always be series that are new for some reason. Like something new and different. (laughs) Something refreshing. Yeah. Anyway, moving on, we are moving to lead actor in drama and the outstanding lead actor in a drama series for 2022. And um, if I say it wrong, I'm sorry, Lee Jung-jae in Squid Game, who was the main character in Squid Game, if you don't know. Um, I can't remember what number he was. Weren't they numbers? Yeah, the numbers. I cannot remember what he was, but it's fine. 
it is fine. Or I could quickly, no, it's fine. No, but yeah, he he deserved it. It was a good, he was a good actor as well as, um, cause this is the lead actor, but what's the old man's name? Oh, I can't remember what was old. I think he was like number uh, one or something because yeah. he was so old or something. Yeah, he was such a great actor as well because he's very memorable as well. But outstanding lead actor, as he should, as he deserved, it was a good, it was a good one. Yeah, I'm really happy he won. And looking at all the nominations, I'm sure it was pretty surprising because there's massive male actors in this. I mean, Jason Bateman, Brian Cox. Adam Scott and Jeremy Strong and the other one Bob Odenkirk they're all like massive actors they're really really established and well known within um, America and Britain so it's really nice that somebody different one also unfortunately he was the only um, he was the only uh, ethnically diverse person within the category so although he won and it's really good it's a shame that he was the only person within um the nominations who was ethnically diverse we still need some more diversity you know just because he wins doesn't mean it's good <laughs> no yeah obviously it is a good good for him well deserved but also like looking at this cast it is very white it's not what i want to be looking at but here we are yeah it's all white middle-aged men basically I'm so excited for the next category. So, the next category is Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama Series. And I am so, so happy to say it is Zendaya as Rue in Euphoria. Yay! I called it. I called it. I was like, if she does not win this, it is rigged and it's not rigged guys it is really not rigged but also there's so many amazing people here we have sandra oh i don't know if you guys watched raising not to me fell in love we watched killing eve in our film classes or one of our film classes i have never binged something so fast in my whole entire life we're only supposed to watch one episode and reflect on it did I watch the whole season? Yes. Did I have to rewatch the first season because all of the episodes were meshing together? Yes. Was it worth it? Yes. But also Jodie Comer in Killing If she was also um, playing before I bite my tongue. Um, Jodie. She wasn't she like the female hacker? No. I was thinking about someone else. But no, yeah, Jodie Kammer is also a very, very up up and coming little actress. Well, she's done a lot of great things. Yeah, but she's Sandra really, really good. Yeah, I, can't, I have to admit, I'm so happy Zendaya won. I definitely mm. wanted her to win. Um, Sandra Oh and Jodie Kammer are really, really good actresses as well. Um, I wouldn't be sad if they won. Laura no. Linney in Ozarks. To be fair, she was actually really, really good in Ozarks. He, her character has such a turn throughout the series. You really start to hate her 
And I love that. I love hating a character sometimes. I feel like oh, yeah. when you hate a character, it means their acting is on point. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. Yeah, definitely. Like one of them, just sidetracking a little bit, but the, uh, have you watched Walking Dead? Um, no, I haven't actually. No. Okay. There's this villain. We're going to name names. And the hatred I have for him. I remember seeing his picture on Instagram. I was like, I hate this man so much that I love you. Yeah. Because it's just, I hate the actor. Not the act- I hate the character, not the actor. But it's such a good feeling to hate her. Because he's just... It is. Well done. I love it. Okay. Moving swiftly on. We are on to the Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama Series 2022. And the winner is Matthew McFadden. McFadden? I don't know. As Tom Wamscans. Wamscans? That's a weird last name. In Succession. Basically, he is... um, He plays the husband of... Um, one of the children in succession and he kind of is just wants to worm his way into the family for the money and the you know the status yeah um yeah I wouldn't have chosen him to win out of all the choice all the nominations I mean the person that you was talking about Oh Young Soo uh, from Squid Game, the older guy in it is there. Like, how did he not win? <laughs> he was such a good. Oh, I'm just saying that he's such a good actor as well. I'm just gonna say that I have not watched, um, fully watched the other series. So me saying this is very biased and very uneducated thought of point of view, I guess, just because I just loved the little old man. He was. He's just loved him. Really did. Yeah. Yeah, he's really good. He was really, really good. Um, Again, I agree. I haven't really watched the other shows that much, so it's very biased. But he was still amazing, so. The next category is Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Drama Series 2022. And the winner is Julia Garner as Ruth Langmore in Ozark. So people might know her better now as playing Anna in Inventing Anna. But she is an amazing actress. Like, I love her so much. She's really, really good as this character in Ozarks. And she's amazing in Inventing Anna. Yeah, sorry, I mixed her up with Jodie Comer, so I thought she was the one in inventing Anna. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's what I meant. She is an amazing actor, Julia Garner. Amazing. Yeah. Somebody in the nominations list, I mean, sadly, all of them, for some reason, are blonde white women for supporting actresses, apart from Jung Ho Yun in Squid Game. I don't know why they're all blonde and white, but interesting. Um, I was quite surprised Sydney Sweeney from Euphoria was on the nomination list because her character is good, but I don't know if it's Oscar worthy. Like she's playing a bratty teen. Whereas when Rue's doing it, she's like playing like a real drug addict. Like, okay, she's mm-hmm. a teen, but you really see the side effects of drugs. Whereas I felt like her character was a bit, 
I don't know. I thought she was better in the first series than the second series. Yeah, I get that. I really do get that. But it is quite a very stereotypical, stereotypical Teeny. actor, not actress, character. There we go. But I mean, she's there, I guess. But before, mm. it's just Euphoria is a love-hate relationship. So maybe that's why. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so, sorry, very excited about this one. Our outstanding guest actor in a drama series 2022 is Coleman Domingo as Ali in Euphoria. Woo! He is so good at this. Oh my god. I'm sorry, but he is so fine. Lord have mercy. I mean, if anyone... Yeah, just... Yeah... That's all yeah. I have to say. I have no words. That's that's all. But it's also very well deserved, and he did such a great job. Like he was building his character. You can see that he was he built that character that he was playing, and he really went for that role. So um, I actually think Coleman really deserved this win because um, I don't know. There was those like two in betweeny episodes between the first series and the second series, and there was one of just Rue and him speaking in that coffee shop or that cafe. And honestly, that episode gave me life. That was the such good acting. Like I've never seen such good acting. The way that it just felt so realistic, but you was gripped at the same time, and it was literally all talking. There was barely any action in it, but I was gripped from the beginning to the end. Another person who's really good in this was Tom Felfrey from Ozarks. He kind of plays somebody with mental health issues. Um, so I thought he was a really good nominee, but I don't I wouldn't want him to win over Coleman. Just saying. <laughs> but Tom Pelfrey. Pelfrey? Such a yeah. good actor though. He really is. Yeah. And oh my god sorry biased little thing but alexandra alexander scar scar squad he is the son of that guy who played mamma mia i know i know when i because i was like wait why is this norwegian name up here and i was like oh i know who you are yeah but yeah it is in the family really my comment did not add no value into this conversation <laughs> i just wanted to say that. that's fine here we are <laughs> so our outstanding guest actress in a drama series is oh i remember her okay lee yumi as ji young in squid game yeah i loved her in this she was so cute um she played like the little friend for the other girl i thought she was really nice but yeah, I don't know if you have anything to say. No, I just, I feel like my my comments are just very... I really don't have that much to say here just because the only show... Um, I mean, I barely remember Martha Kelly from Euphoria and the other shows I've not really been into. So mm-hmm. I, I'm just saying Squid Game, Lee Yumi is 
well deserving show just because I remember it's such a long time since I've watched Squid Game mm. but when I remember a character from a show that I've watched because I binge a lot of series this is this is my bad bad habit but I binge a lot of series but if I remember a character so well like I do with Liu Meme I feel like it's such a deserving award because you can see how much they've worked within that character to be memorable and how much also the writers and directors have worked to show off the individual characters and make them memorable and mm. people to talk about it so well deserved again very very biased yes definitely well deserved um martha kelly played that like drug lady in euphoria blood, the drug mom yeah, who kind of gets yeah. really in trouble. Yeah, I hate that bitch. She can leave. Oh, Obviously, the character, not her. Don't know. Don't know. <laughs> don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, oh, where's it gone? Uh, outstanding directing for a drama series 2022 is Squid Game Red Light, Green Light from Netflix. And it was directed by, probably going to say it wrong, Huang Don Hyuk. I feel like that was quite well said. I was about to say, I, know, very well I bet, I, bet very I got well it wrong. <laughs> we are really, really sorry if we did get it wrong. We are doing our best. And if you know how to pronounce this word, send us a little voice message and be like, this is how you pronounce it. Then we can learn. But to be honest, that red light, green light thing has taken off. Because mm. I remember this was such oh this was such a good show or like this was such a good episode because I really wanted to do the red light green light um, game and it just took off it was a Snapchat filter no it was a t- TikTok filter where there was this baby sitting and like not looking and then you were supposed to run and then when it was like green light you had to stop and the baby it was just terrifying but you can also see that um, late night talk show can't remember what it's called they reenacted it so many people have reenacted it on tiktok and on youtube and whatever and it's just it's taken off and it's so well executed yeah yeah i definitely think that shows when a direction is really good when it becomes massive on social media and like in culture it's definitely one of those episodes that is never going to be forgotten it's just Mm. stuck in the histories now um so our last category is outstanding writing for a drama series 2022 and it is succession all the bells say and it's hbo written by jesse armstrong i don't really have much to say about that one because i didn't i didn't uh watch that i didn't i haven't really watched that one so yes. that is a great night is that yeah because i really don't have a lot to say about this um hopefully next year i will try i know i said this last year but next year i will actually try and watch all the emmys and actually do have more of a understanding about the shows than i have had this year because it's a succession i've had a lot of things about it but nothing within value um Mm. to this show but i feel like that is such a great note to end on just because we've been talking for an hour and i'm well proud i thought we were going to be talking for more than that just because of how how much we, uh, we had we definitely zoomed through that mm. 
Alrighty then. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, if you want to speak about anything we have, uh, if you want to tell us about anything we've spoken about on this episode, if you think that people on the Emmys should have won when we didn't think they should have, or you're actually like, why do you think Zendaya is such a good actress? Well, bitch, I'm telling you, she is. But you can let us... (laughs) Yeah. Um, but please DM us at Mixtalk99 or if you're old school, as Ollie says, please email us on Mixtalk99 at gmail.com. Yes, honey, remember to take care of one another and speak to you real, real soon. Speak to you soon.